You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is Celebs with Horses, highlighting celebrities from film, TV, the arts, and music, and their love of horses. Hosted by award-winning author, Lisa Wysocki. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Celebs with Horses, and many thanks to today's title sponsor, Hands-On Gloves. I am your host, Lisa Wysocki. Today, we're talking with Allie Colleen, a Belmont University music graduate from Owasso, Oklahoma, with a style that is truly her own. Allie is no stranger to the music industry. Her father is none other than Garth Brooks, but Allie has garnered her own reputation of being a notable songwriter with an iconic-sounding voice. Today's Country Magazine has called her one of country music's hottest, most endearing young acts. And Music Row Magazine said Allie's strong vocals command listener attention. And yes, they do. For a woman still in her 20s, Allie seems to be an old soul, with lyrics as rich as a person twice her age might write. Her first album is called Stones, and for a very good reason. Last year, she told People Magazine that, and I quote, Stones can come from all angles, and on some days you just want to pick them up and throw them right back as hard as you can. But I just kind of try to keep them in my pocket, and the ones that are too heavy, well, I just leave those where they are. That's such good advice for all of us, and the lyrics of all her songs are just as deep, including her current single, Halos and Horns. It's a tribute to her love of cowboys and rodeo, which you'll hear about in just a minute. But in addition to Allie's strong musical heritage and talent is her passion for horses. Allie is a true horse school who has her horses with her at her home in Tennessee and says her life would not be complete without them. Listen in to learn about Allie's best barn hack and who her favorite riding buddies are. First up, we're going to learn of Allie's first memory of a horse. My first memory of a horse, my mom had this paint growing up and his name was Little John. And I always thought that that was very funny because obviously Little John, the rapper now, is very prominent. So all my friends thought that my horse was named after this rapper. And honestly, I think probably explaining that to, to my friends that, that my, my horse was not indeed named after the 2000s <laughs> Little John was one of my favorite things. You might think Little John the horse was a superstar like Little John the rapper. After all, success does run in Allie's family. But this horse's success was much closer to home, and just spending time with him made a young Allie feel very special. Yeah, my, my family just grew up with trail horses um, that were just barn-spoiled, wonderful, fat trail horses. And and so just spending time in the barn with them, I think, and just brushing them and just, just kind of spending that like nurturing time with a horse was what most of my childhood was when it comes to horses. When Allie was young, she thought Little John was huge, but looking back, she now realizes he was, as horses go, on the smaller side. I can relate, since when I first began taking riding lessons when I was six, I sometimes rode a grayed, paint-colored horse, aptly named Paint. I thought he was the biggest horse in the world, but my mom recently told me he was about 13, too. It really is all about perspective. But Allie and Little John had a connection, because when I asked her who her all-time favorite horse was, this is what she said. I think it would probably be Little John. Little John, I don't know if he was actually afraid of thunderstorms or if I just decided that he was when I was a kid, but I made it a point when it would thunderstorm to go down to the barn 
and I would sing the same Jamie O'Neill, Mark Wills duet to my horse every time it would thunderstorm. And I just, I had an absolute blast. And I have a lot of really good memories with little John like that. So what's the name of the song? I'm not going to do anything without you. Oh yeah. I love that song. Do you remember that? It was I so do. They both had yeah. it on their album and it was so phenomenal. And I have pictures of me swaddled on little John. I was absolutely tiny. And then I also, I have my senior pictures in high school taken with little John and he actually passed on, I think the week after we got to do those photos. So, um, I think he was maybe 32. Um, I loved that horse. Our special horses all have traits that we love. Sometimes it's their quirky personality or their willingness to please or even that super smooth trot. But Little John was special to Allie for a different reason. He was just easy. You know, he was just a big, easy horse. He, I always felt safe on Little John. You know what I mean? And, and we didn't have too many interactions with different kinds of horses growing up. My papa was Mountie Patrol and his horse, DJ, was so athletic you know what I mean? And just so big and so fast and so strong. And little John was the opposite of all of those things. He was just like <laughs> a big, he was just a big, like gated couch. You know what I mean? And, um, he was a Tennessee Walker and I just, he was just a good hang. Little John was a gated horse, a Tennessee walking horse. And sometimes when we riders first learn a specific style of riding or get used to a certain movement, that's what we stick with because that's what's familiar and comfortable. But Allie is a little broader-minded when it comes to her riding. You know, I don't think growing up I, I understood what that was or understood that it was different, but I will never forget being in college and going and riding with my friend, and as soon as I got on um, her horse, I said, what is this? And she goes, oh, that's a walker. Like, it's gated. It's, it's kind of weird. And I said, no, this is literally what I grew up on. And I don't think I knew that until I had spent some time with quarter horses and then got back on a horse and was like, I'm back on Little John again. This is wonderful. Because I didn't have a lot of working knowledge about horses growing up. You know what I mean? I just knew about my horse. And so it really wasn't until I was probably in college and got around some rodeo friends who let me use their horses where they actually started actively, you know, kind of teaching me about horses and what it's like to to take care of a horse, you know, on your own kind of thing. Um, So I don't know if I really have a preference. I have quarter horses now. But um, if you want to trail ride and take a nap, I'm going to pick a gated horse every time. Well, we have to take a quick break and hear from our fabulous title sponsor, Hands-On Gloves. But stay tuned. We'll be right back. I love our hands-on gloves, especially because with them, you can actually feel the horse as you groom. Really, they're absolutely amazing. Whether it's itchy bug bites, sticky sweat marks, caked on mud, or exuberant springtime shedding, hands-on gloves gives you the tactical tools you need to get the job done right. Hands-on gloves comes in pairs, so you'll get twice the work done in half the time. And since they are available in three different sizes, you get the gloves that work best for you. Plus, they come in a number of very cool colors. Hands-on gloves are available at major retailers nationwide or at handsongloves.com. And now, back to the show. Like a lot of us, Allie is a busy woman. She's on the road touring, and when at home, she stays busy writing songs with friends, recording, and of course, doing interviews. So just how does she get her horse fixed these days? So I actually have my horses at my house here in town. they had been out in Clarksville for quite a long time with a team roper friend of mine while we were building our barn. So all that to say, since June, my boys have been here at my house with me. And um, 
just kind of make sure to spend time with them daily, more um, just brushing and stuff. I have a pasture we can ride in and we do every now and then, but really just kind of loving on them. They're just big. There's kind of big dogs at this point for me. Um, we don't work them too hard or do anything crazy, but we just spend time together and they're incredibly kind. My boys are very sweet. I was so glad to hear that Allie finds value in just spending time with horses. It's so important to our relationship with our horse friends, and often it's something we don't do enough of. I was curious, though, to learn about her horses and ask not only what was in her pasture, but why it was important to her that they were there. I have two quarter horses. I've got Jack and Einstein. You know, my family, um, I grew up doing wildlife rehabilitation in Oklahoma. And we worked with every kind of animal, you know, and, and everything from really athletic animals to just big, kind animals. And there's something about the size, I think, of horses. And just, you know, they have the ability, you know, to cause kind of whatever mayhem they want. You know that if your horses have ever been injured, they're just so large, you know what I mean? And they can they can make the biggest accident a huge yes. accident, you know? And, and with that said when they're kind and they're sweet and they just kind of want to put their entire body weight in their head for a minute on your shoulder. I just think it's incredibly grounding, you know, and I think it's, it's incredible to be around horses, very similar as it is to be around water or in the woods. I think when you're just with something that large and that grounded, um, yeah. I think those energies, you know, kind of transfer and it's, it's absolutely magical. The more I talked with Allie, the more I liked hearing what she had to say, but now, now it was time to get real. We all have that one or maybe two barn chores that we really hate to do. And here is what that is for Allie Colleen. Well, being a singer, the barn has better acoustics than the bathroom does. You know what I mean? <laughs> so really anything at this point, I absolutely love. I can tell you something I absolutely hate is um, like the water troughs, like getting the, like the little algae off the bottom of it. Oh my gosh. I can't stand cleaning the water troughs. There really isn't anything outside of that that I don't enjoy doing. I'm a big sweeper. I'll scoop poop all day long. As long as I can sing in the barn, I'm a happy cat. Even though cleaning the water trough is not her favorite thing to do, Allie shared a very cool barn hack that involved water. And I've already incorporated it into my routine with great success. It is definitely that good. Um, I don't know if you guys have done this or not. I'm sure we all have. But if you ever see me working in the barn and I have, you know, the, the carabiner on my shirt, it means the water's on. I don't know how long you guys have ever left the water on, but I think I've came home after probably about six hours to my oh, water. I've still overnight. Overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yes. So that's my trick. If If the clip is on my shirt, the water is on. Just so I understood, because I, well, I leave the water on more often than I care to admit. I asked if she had the carabiner clipped to the water faucet because her horses liked to turn the water on themselves. Einstein, yes. Einstein can get his lips around literally anything. His namesake is stood for. He's the smartest horse I've ever been around. Um, and then Jack is the laziest horse I've ever been around. So I've got, <laughs> they kind of, they kind of yin and yang each other. As you probably know by now, I do quite a bit of research before actually talking to any of the guests on this show, and I do it because you never know what you might find. With Allie, I was so excited to find something very interesting. A few years ago, in an interview with the media outlet Up In Country, Allie said that if a genie granted her one wish, she'd want to talk to animals. So, of course, I wanted to know what her first conversation would be about. I want to know what it feels like to run like that. 
I, I have been an athlete my whole life, but it's only because I work really hard. I do not feel like I'm gifted athletically by any means. And just, I think the one thing again, that just is so enamoring about horses, like we said, is just their size and their strength and, and what they can do. And I just, I want to know what that feels like. You know, if you could talk to horses in reality, I would feed my horses everything on the planet and let them literally tell me what they thought about food. Like I can't imagine hearing a horse actually talk about the kinds of foods that we have that'd be wild but i grew up watching like eliza thornberry on cartoon network and she could talk to animals and i just always was like i want to do that so bad that would be so cool well i'm gonna have to put some thought into what i would ask our therapy horses especially if i only had one question to ask them in the meantime Allie told me how she loves to spend time when she's done loving on her horses and actually gets in the saddle and rides yeah, we, we grew up on, on a, a very large piece of land in Oklahoma, and um, Oklahoma is as flat as can be, you know? So it was all just very simple, just big pastures, big fields, plenty of room to run, plenty of room to roam. Um, but we had, I grew up on about just over 3,000 acres. Um, so we had all the room on the planet to just ride for days. When I say that I grew up on a large piece of land, I don't know that it's it's ever really fully understood that this is an incredibly large piece of land. And I knew yes. every single inch of it, and it was just absolutely home. It was the greatest place on the planet. I remember being fortunate enough to ride through endless woods and fields when I was growing up in Minnesota. And I wondered if in Oklahoma she was able to ride year-round, or if, like in Minnesota, cold weather and school took her away from her time with her horse. So when exactly did she ride? Well, mostly just rode in the summer and the fall. Um, we, I think our favorite time to ride as a family would have been when we could go and kind of pony up a, a campsite, you know, and have a big campfire kind of thing. So we, we rode predominantly through the summer and, and in the fall. Um, Oklahoma's weather doesn't get really, really cold. But the wind is absolutely insane in the wintertime. And then obviously being a southern state, the the summers are pretty, pretty brutal as well. So we were big. We kind of rode in between seasons more so, more spring and fall kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I just grew up trail riding kind of when we wanted to just for pleasure. Um, I definitely ride more as an adult than I did as a kid. We have to take a quick break, but don't go away. There is much more to come. You know, my yard glider is my favorite tool. It makes hauling just about anything around the farm easier. Hay, feed, brush, anything. If you haven't seen one of these, Yard Glider is a modern-day stone boat. It loads without lifting, it hauls more, and it dumps faster than a cart. I got my Yard Glider a few months ago, and since then it has helped me move more stuff than I could ever have imagined. I can pull it with the truck or a small riding lawnmower, and I use it every single day. Seriously, every farm and every property should have one. Yard gliders are made in America, and you can get yours at yardglider.com. Use code HRN and save 10% when you order right now. Now, back to the show. Allie is, of course, a singer-songwriter, and her most recent single, Halos and Horns, was I Thought About Rodeo, but in reality, it is about much, much more. For me. Absolutely. For me, it is about just the ties of good and bad and just, you know, all those things, just those, the silver lining of everything. But 
just lyrically, we did center it around the cowboy, you know, and around that Western archetype of a hero of just constantly being pulled between good and bad, between the halos and the horns. Um, but we chose to really highlight rodeo with the lyric video. I went through and found a bunch of highlights from rodeo that I absolutely loved. Um, for the lyric video that's on YouTube. Um, but yes, it's just that it's that tie between good and evil for the cowboy for me is what Halos and Horns is about. Allie could have chosen to write a song about many, many other things. So why rodeo? I just find that, I mean, in Western, you know, country music, you, you get a narrative and you get a story and you get um, to choose what you want to talk about. And when you talk about literature and ways to write things, I just think the cowboy and Western culture, as far as American Western culture is incredibly just cool. I think it's rad. So we like to sonically meet country music with this kind of more rock sound that I have and then always partner it as best we can with songs about horses and songs about cowboys and songs about the struggles and trials and all those things that you would go through as a more of an outlaw and a cowboy kind of thing. Um, as far as why rodeo is important to me, again, I just, I grew up an athlete and I grew up around athletes and I just think athleticism and sport and competition, I'm, I'm a big fan. And I think um, one of the greatest sports when it comes to athleticism um, is rodeo, you know, and I don't really know how recognized that is by a lot of people, how much actual physical training goes into rodeo. I think it's incredible. Well, after that, I just had to ask if she had a favorite cowboy because all of us who follow a sport do have our favorite athletes. I don't have a favorite cowboy right now. Um, I, I, I follow just kind of everything pretty loosely. And right now, all the kids are so young. It's incredible to kind of relearn them. There is a little girl, though, named Charlie. Um, and her last name escapes me right now. But last time I watched her ride, I want to say she was like, maybe nine or 10 and she was still riding for like national champion, like um, barrel racing times. And she's like a nine or 10 year old and she was just freaking rad. And so I, I really, really uh, uh, love the young riders. Um, but I'm just enamored by the sport, to be honest. Horses, rodeo and trail rides. Allie loves them all, but says it's the horses who have most influenced her music. As much as people write about the cowboy, right, and cowgirls and that kind of thing, I I tend to write more about horses. Um, I have this really beautiful song called Break that is unreleased for us that um, we would love to record and give a life to and put out there. Um, and it's just kind of this conversation, you know, kind of almost between wild horses kind of thing. Um, because writing about yourself in music can be incredibly vulnerable, you know, and incredibly scary and, and quite naked at times, to be honest. So I really do love to write songs about other characters and kind of put myself in them. So all of that to say, we have this song called Break and the whole hook of the song is just they don't want what they can't break. And it's just kind of the idea of this cowboy going out and picking this wild horse. And at the end of the day, you know, he he kind of sends her back into the wild because he can't break her and and about how as a horse that could that could feel like you're unwanted, you know, and that something's wrong with you and that something's whatever. But at the end of the day, you're just a wild horse. You know, you're too wild and there's nothing wrong with you and you're strong and and the right rider or the right person or the right relationship or circumstance, whatever, will come in and find a place with you. So there's something incredibly cool as the woman that I am to get to relate myself um as egotistical as it could sound to just horses and how cool they are and how powerful they are and how, how worthy of work they are. With Allie's deep love of horses, I wondered if there were others in her family who had the horse bug. 
my uh, my oldest my oldest sister never really took too much to horses. Never really was too into it. Um, the middle of us three, I have two older siblings, and the middle of us, um, they started doing equestrian riding when they were probably maybe 13, 14, 15 kind of thing. Um, and they loved it. And that kind of brought the whole family back into horses actually for a little while. Um, they ended up getting a really bad injury and never really got back into it too much. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, I'm kind of the only one, my, my family loves horses, but I'm really the only one who spends time riding anymore. Even though she doesn't ride with her sisters, there are several people she does ride with regularly. And when she rides with one of them, it really makes her day. Oh, I love to ride with other people. Um, my, my horses actually are incredibly partner spoiled, so they don't ride very well without each other. Um, I have two people that I love to ride with and ride with most often. Um, one's name is Corey Rash, and uh, he was a, a world finals bull rider. Um, multiple multiple times he actually just opened um the new arena that we have out in clarksville for pbr a couple weekends ago and i got to go see the anthem but he had my horses for a very long time he's a firefighter in clarksville now um but he comes out with me all the time and we ride and we spend all day riding and just talking and just catching up on life and things like that and um so he's my favorite and we spend a lot of time together and then there's an amazing country duo out there from california their name's joe and martina and they're a couple and they're incredible friends of mine. And Martina is, is my absolute rodeo queen cowgirl best friend. Like she was rodeo queen growing up. She knows everything there is to know about horses. She teaches me so much. And she's also just an incredibly amazing mentor and like big sister to me in music as well. So um, I always encourage to check out the music of Joe and Martina. Um, they're an incredible duo. Like I said, always do Western stuff, always doing horse stuff. Um, but Martina is one of my favorite people to ride with on the planet. And then my dad. I do love riding horses with my dad. We don't get to do it too often, but when we do, it's it's one of the best days of the year for me. You know, we all love the horses we have, but one of the listener questions we got was this. If Allie had a dream horse, what would it be? I was really curious to know, so let's find out. My dream horse is always tied between two of the plastic horses that I would have gotten from like tractor supply as a kid. You know what I mean? And one was that Appaloosa that everyone had, whether you were a horse kid or not, you had this plastic Appaloosa horse and it was beautiful. And when it comes to just looks and like the horse that I would love to have, and I would name it nicotine and all that stuff, that would be, (laughs) you know, uh, that would be an Appaloosa. And then also I grew up, you know, when Disney had just put out spirit. Um, the buckskin animated horse movie. Um, and that horse was just gorgeous and he was so cool. So um, those are my two kind of dream horses would be a buckskin or an Appaloosa. Um, but strictly because of, again, that movie and that plastic horse I played with when I was a kid. At the end of the day, a horse is a horse. I'd be honored to have any and all of them on the planet. There was just one more thing. Allie is a pretty savvy horsewoman and I wondered what her advice to other horse lovers might be. Here's what she said. I think of the experience that I have had and just growing up again, doing wildlife um, rehabilitation. So we, we dealt a lot with sick horses. We dealt a lot with um, confiscated, you know, neglected horses. We dealt a lot with wild horses. We dealt a lot with the perfect horses, you know what I mean? That have just been trained and incredibly kind and you can put children on them. All of those things is a horse is just it's an, I don't, they're just, they're all so different. So if I was to just encourage anything about horses and education behind horses is, um, 
don't choose just one vein. You know, I really recommend you going out and spending time with horses. I recommend you going and spending time with um, different sources of education, whether it be a book or a YouTube channel or a neighbor down the street that has horses. I just, I don't think there's one vein to pick when it comes to educating yourself on horses. And I also um, think that you should probably be incredibly clear on your expectations of the relationship you want with your horse and what you want your horse to do before, you know, purchasing a horse for the first time or something like that. But I would never discourage anyone from trying something or learning about something or diving into something. So as long as your horse is taken care of and healthy, um, that's really all I care about. Growing up, one thing that was very cool that we got to do was we got to work a lot with therapy horses being in like the rehabilitation side of it. If anyone, you know, it's starting to get darker early these days, we're coming towards the holidays. It's definitely that season of, um, you know, it gets a little harder to get out of bed, all that stuff. If you haven't tried yet, just spending a day with a horse. I recommend it, you guys. If anyone out there is feeling a little sad, you go brush a horse for a couple hours. I'd be surprised if you don't feel better. So I wish everyone the best and uh, go love on a horse, you guys. Unfortunately, that's it for this episode. You know by now that we couldn't do this show without the help of a number of people and businesses. Special thanks go to our guest, Allie Colleen. I hope you check her out at AllieColleenMusic.com. I certainly have become a big fan. Thanks also go to Bev Moser, Be Noticed PR, Mike Mead, Hands on Gloves, Yard Glider, Jen Hebert, Glenn Hebert, Ashley Winch, and of course the Horse Radio Network, now part of the Equine Network family. Many thanks too to Kelly, Jennifer, Mike, Linda, Kim, Pam, Terry, and Jen, all who contributed wonderful questions for this episode. If I missed someone, it wasn't intentional. Know that you are thanked as well. And speaking of questions, if you'd like to ask a question of an upcoming celebrity, just hop on over to horseradionetwork.com to see who might be coming on next and to send in your questions. As for me, look for me at lisawysaki.com. That's L-I-S-A-W-Y-S-O-C-K-Y.com. Tune in next time to meet yet another celebrity who loves horses. (laughs) 